Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome to Sherry Clips. I am here with my co-host tonight, Dakota Wheatley. Yo, what up? And tonight we have some really awesome guests on. We have Sandy and Russ Wells. Um, They have been involved in paranormal research and investigations for almost 40 years as a husband and wife team. They continually access and further their knowledge and understanding of the paranormal. They're old-school paranormal investigators, which we're going to find out what that's all about. (laughs) They are the the out-of-the-box thinkers who love to come up with new theories and possibilities about paranormal activity. They have been featured in numerous newspapers, articles, and asked to host their own TV show, which they declined, and have spoken at several Paracons over the years. Welcome, Sandy and Russ. Hello. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is so exciting having you guys on. Um, I've always been interested in the paranormal, and uh-huh. now I get to inter- interview you two. You guys seem so interested. So. For 40 years, can you can you talk about this a little bit? Wow, well, what do you want to know? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. We, we can go back to the first day we did an investigation. That was interesting. I, I remember it, yeah, like it was yesterday, and that was the first one, and we probably, I don't. Probably done thousands. I don't know how many years. we've done, how many people that we've uh, met and hopefully helped. But ho- more, moreover than the client, we we really hope that we've helped the uh, the spirits. Yeah, that's always our goal. Wow. So, so what exactly got the two of you interested in doing paranormal in the first place? Um. <laughs> well, uh, when I was five, I had a near death experience, and I after that I attained. Uh, gifts, you know, abilities to communicate with <laughs> spirits. Russ has the same abilities, not as strong as mine, but, you know, still some things he can get. And the odd thing is, is I also had a near-death experience uh, when I was five or six, I believe. Um, we're the same, born in the same year, six months apart. Yeah. Uh, a lot of similarities in our lives. Um, of course, married the whole time but not only that just just weird things that's happened in our childhood that just kind of ran a parallel path of yeah you know, and, and how we met and everything is pretty, pretty yeah, weird exactly yeah. yeah well that's pretty interesting so did you did you start in the beginning um just um going out and doing investigations or were you living somewhere where this paranormal activity was happening? Well, uh, how do you tell her about that? Yeah. <laughs> we lived in a old uh, converted uh, motel and it was a, we lived in a studio apartment when we first got together and the place actually happened to be haunted and Russ and I being, mm-hmm. you know, having our own experiences prior to even meeting each other, um, we wanted to. I have a ghost story for you. But yeah, we wanted whatever. we wanted to you know dive deeper into it, and so the first investigation we did was where we lived um, at the motel, and it was a, a, a young man had they were 
the roof on the 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 main building is flat, and everybody would go up there and watch the sun go down behind the Rockies. We lived in Denver. Or Stapleton Airport. Old Stapleton was right there, and the flight path uh, came straight over the uh, hotel. So I mean, you you know, these planes Ooh. were only a hundred feet, two hundred feet up. Yeah. And I mean, it, that was really cool well, to watch too. Yeah. But apparently, the young man and got. Got drunk. They got at a party up there, yeah. and he got drunk, and he fell off the roof. Two stories on the concrete. Yeah, he broke his neck, and yeah. he died. So, so we wanted to see if we could talk to him. It was a fooling around. Th- I mean, you know, we weren't really seriously thinking anything was going to happen. Yeah. You know, just well, I mean, reel to reel tapes. You know, that's what we had. Um, that was the machine we had at the time. And film, and film camera. Yeah, yeah, 35 millimeter. You had to be real careful what you took a picture of because you know, it wasn't cheap to get them uh, exposed even then. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was just a it was a goofy goofy experiment. Let's see if we get anything. And well, we did. So Ooh. we were hooked. Yep, yeah, that was it. What what did you end up getting a picture of? What what came out? Um, it was more or less a mist-like um, thing where Russ was taking pictures. I was doing <clears throat> the recordings, and he was walking around the roof and just taking pictures. And we didn't really think anything of it. Then when we when we got the film back, then it, well, it take back then it took like two days to get your film two back. Three, yeah, two, two or three, yeah. yeah. And so um, we took it to the film developing place and. They developed it, and on one of the pictures, we got this mist-like form. Yeah. Um, wasn't really like a body form, but it was as tall as a body, you know, like a person. We argued. <laughs> we did. I, I'm the worst, I am the worst skeptic. I tried to explain everything from how the Hindenburg crashed to uh, how Moses parted the damn sea. Yeah. I, I try to find a logical explanation. Because if you, I, I, I'm a big Star Trek buff. I'm sorry, guys, but I am. And if you, if you approach a lot of this with Spock's thinking, you'll solve a lot of it. Yeah, don't get him into that. Yeah, you have to detach yourself. Well, that's another. Never mind. Yeah, he'll. I'll get you going. I can't help. He'll, he'll ramble and ramble. Believe me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my one of my questions is with you both having this special gift or ability while you're out there do you during any of your investigations do you have a sense or can you can you explain to me feelings or sense that you get when you sure. come near some sort of soul or <laughs> yeah we can do that <laughs> well you know it's it, we've had we've had these abilities all our lives so we can drive by a location and tell you if it's haunted or not i mean that's that's it's just like a, a feeling you get. It's, it's kind of like having a rope around your waist and somebody's pulling you towards the location. Or a magnet. Or a magnet, whatever. Magnet attraction. Yeah, yeah, you get drawn to it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, I can give you an example. We we were doing a place um, up here in Washington, and we, Russ and I walked in the front door, and it was an old tavern, an old Oh, saloon. the Oxford. Yeah, the Ooh. Oxford. Uh, there's, yeah, that's a, that's a very, that's a very haunted location. They got ghosts. Yeah, lots of them. Um, anyway, so we walked in the front door and we both got immediately, I'm not kidding, immediately, 
right as soon as we walked in the door, drawn to the lower, the stairs that went into the lower bar. Yeah. Um, we both walked down the stairs about, what, five steps maybe, and we both got a sensation that someone was with us. It's kind of like, can't I really explain it other than it's kind of like sticking. I don't know if you guys ever did this when you were a kid, but we did when we were kids. It was really stupid, but we did it anyway. Oh, the battery? Um, when you stick your tongue on a ba- <laughs> when you stick your tongue on a battery, it kind of gives you that little tingly feeling. Well, it's kind of like that, but you get it all over your body. That's that's how and 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 that's how we tell what kind of spirit it is, whether it's a good spirit God, or a bad spirit. You want to go get a battery and do that. I know. <laughs> that was Either a long time ago. Day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's the old square. Um, I don't know. They sell them transistor uh, yeah, batteries. The, and the old square batteries is the only thing that would clip in, and they had the negative yeah, and The nine volts uh, or eight volts. Right, you can just stick that right to your tongue and get a jolt. This <laughs> best buzz. Yeah. In that. <laughs> yeah. Now, would you guys say your guys' most effective tool for the hunt for paranormal hunting would be your uh, feelings that you guys would get? Um, not no, not really. Um, because sometimes. We try to ignore it. I mean, I mean, I'll I'll walk through the location before we get started, because I'm not only a uh, spirit medium, but I'm also an investigator. So I have to balance both out. Right. Um, so, so what I do is I walk through, get my impressions of the location, any spirits that I I come across, um, any energies that I feel are. Uh, important to the investigation um like you know like say like if anybody was killed there or murdered you know like or died in the building or whatever um then i i i shut that off and then i'm and then i'm an investigator so right and russ kind of does the same thing well i i i for some reason i have some kind of ability to shut it off okay i do too right i mean but i can i can almost just close it down, and I start looking, and that's, <laughs> oddly enough, that's when weird stuff seems to happen. Yeah. Uh, I start scouting and, uh, you know, getting my preliminary information for where I want to set up cams and uh, maybe investigate the most, you know, things like that, get some groundwork in. And, and normally, that's when I see ghosts, or that's when I get the strongest impression. I cannot shut it off. It won't leave me alone. It'll bug me for days if I don't address it. Oh, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And other times, I don't get jack. Well, sometimes sometimes uh, we get things where, you know, it's uh, where we'll get, uh, like, I'll get things before I go to the location. Yeah, yeah. And I write them all down. You know, I kind of document everything either on now on the recorder or, or the voice recorder or back then. Pencil and paper. Pencil and paper, yeah. you know. Um, and then once everything, once the investigation is over with, then we go back and do the history. If it's just me and him, you know, we we would do the history of the building afterwards so that we weren't um, contaminated, yeah. you know, yeah. by the by knowing anything about the building. or to go in cold, as yeah. 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 Right. Less okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, has any of any of the ghosts ever followed you guys home after the fact, or 
Yes. Many times. Many times. <laughs> and we were sitting there, and we, we just did, uh, I don't know, maybe a 14-hour gig, you know, um, up all night, tired, drove home. Mm-hmm. I'm trying just to get unwound because the game coming on, man. It's Sunday morning. I haven't slept. And, and the football game's getting ready to come on, and I'm really trying. You know, I'm trying to lock into the game, and all of a sudden, just right behind my head, somebody, just like that, yeah, slapped, scared her. Slapped the ha- slapped the hands together. It was loud. And I started taking oh, pictures. Dang. There was orbs everywhere, and I I finally said, "That's it. I have had it. Go home. <laughs> we've had another one, that, <laughs> and it stopped." I mean, we've we've had some pretty wild things happen. Yeah, yeah. it was weird. <laughs> But you know, usually they go back and we ask them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. We, I, I did have a weird thing happen to me. Where was that, Virginia? Well, we'll talk about that later. Oh, uh, okay. That's right. that's kind of a long story. So. Oh, it ain't really that long. You guys only have a half it was hour. Short trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a very short trip. <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll later, later. You can kind of tell we've been together for a while. We talk. Oh God. We answer each other's sentences. This woman deserves yeah. a medal. <laughs> That's funny. Um, do, do you yeah. guys go out? Do people like contact you and you go out and investigate places? Is that how you find them, or do you just do them on your own? Well, um, about let's see, 2019. About uh-huh. about ten? No, about twelve years ago. Now we had a team for about two or three years um, that we had formed. Because everybody was having teams, you know, we thought, well, you know, maybe we should try having a team so we have more hands to hold equipment and that kind of thing. And um, so we had a team, and it was called Fog Paranormal, and we had that, like I said, for about two or three years. And then everybody kind of, you know, got busy and things like that, and, you know, we couldn't get out and do as much as we were, and and it was just kind of crazy. And everybody decided to kind of go their own way, and which was okay. And Russ, Russ and I just went back to doing what we always did. So um, sometimes people will contact us, not so much anymore because, you know, we're not as prevalent in the paranormal community as we used to be. Um, mm-hmm. But now we just kind of go out and explore things. And if by chance we happen to capture yeah. paranormal activity, that's, a bonus, you know. We, so. I, I guess we hit our stride in the fog days. Um, yeah. You know, we we were real close to having a TV show. Yeah. Um, except they they found ghost hunting kind of boring. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> it is uh, boring sometimes. And, and they wanted drama, and that's something uh, we're friends. You know, it was friends of ghosts, and uh, they they wanted like you know drama. You know, can you start something, you know, something to get, you start know. Start an argument yeah, or, yeah, or something. Like, and... You know, we're friends. We don't, you know, there, there is no drama here. There's not, <laughs> it, it was silly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it, they kind of dropped us because we wouldn't kind of. We that, wouldn't. That, that's the unfortunate thing about that kind of stuff is, you yeah, know. Yeah, we wouldn't play their game. That's a whole different show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I, but as far as popularity goes and doing things, uh, residentials and stuff like that, yeah, that was probably our heyday. Yeah. We helped a lot. We got to do a lot of, uh, and I miss my old team members. Uh, yeah, we Everybody I've ever been investigated with. Yeah. I want to go back. We know a lot of people across the United States. Oh, God, yeah, Chicago. 
We've yeah. been everywhere, man. That's for sure. Well, have we, though? <laughs> so, can ghosts actually be dangerous, would you say? Um, yes. I said for years they can't hurt you. I was serious about that because I had never been... We had never had anything bad happen to no. us up until... Walk through? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had walk throughs. We've had been touched, been scratched, had our hair pulled, you know, that kind of thing. But we don't consider that uh, a malevolent spirit. That's just, so, you know, a spirit trying to get your attention. What what year was that? And then we... I don't know, 2008, I think. Anyway, um, we were at the old Montana prison in, in Deer Lodge, Montana. Um, if you ever get a chance to go there, you should. Very highly recommend it. Um, and Russ was uh, with one of the team members in the main cell block on the second level of where the cells are. With with, with uh, security, you know they they you know they they accompanied us. So they didn't you know. Well, it wasn't really it security. Wasn't security. It was just. It was the manager's son. They had the keys. Let you in different areas. Well, anyway, that, that's basically it. The manager asked us not to provoke the ghosts, which we never do anyway. They, could, they don't like whistling. They don't like uh, uh, the sound of a nightstick hitting on the bars. They hate that. And the keys jingling. And, and, key, and this guy that night did them all. So Russ kind of paid for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, he went into this one cell, and it, he said, if, I'll let him tell you because. Well, see, okay, for, you have to understand, I'm, I'm former U.S. Army uh, military police. Um, proud, proud of that. But when I when I went in there, and and, and this is you, you'll see the rebel uh, the the rev relevance relevance. <laughs> when I um, when I went in there, uh, it was uh, where a lot of the uh, guards had been held during a riot in 1958, I 59. believe 59, and uh, they were injured pretty badly and you know and not treated very well. Uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, two guys took the whole prison. Yeah, yeah, it was a big story about that one. Yeah, anyway, um, I, uh, my, me and my partner kind of got separated just a little bit. He was in another adjacent cell, and I was, you know, no fear. I mean, and still, I'll go into pitch black without a without a flashlight. I don't have a problem with that. Never have. Uh, but this particular time, I, I just went on in. I had my audio going. I always carry, you know, I always have my audio running. Um, for anybody who wants to know, the best way to do it is run two-minute clips. Hit, you know, pause or, or re, you know, record again. Two-minute clips, two-minute clips. That way, when you download them, they're not that hard to, to hear. Anyway, uh, so I had just started over, and I didn't even have my camera ready. For it, you know, I'm just walking around and and. You know, when you walk into some places, you, you get that feeling like you just walked in jello. Uh, it's real thick, real heavy. Mm, the air's real thick. And all of a sudden, uh, like you're when you're uh, climbing a mountain or going up in an airplane, your ears load up. They pop. And, and, yeah. and start to load up. And you can't hear. You know, you, you, then you get that ringing in your ear. And, and just about then, I, I really had that sense of presence. Something was in there. And I said, "Oh, buddy, I sent you." And right then, you could you can hear it. It was a, it, I, I think it was a nightstick. You can hear it cut the air. And it hit him across it, the chest. I mean, lifted me up, threw me back about four foot into a concrete wall so hard that the paint embedded in my coat 
It's still there to this day. Uh, bruised my chest. I almost had an accident. I'm going to tell you the truth. Scared me so bad I was ready to quit. After 30 some odd years, I was ready to quit. I didn't want to go back. They did that because they knew I was former law enforcement. Oh, dang. Well, and I think, I think the spirit, uh, it, Russ may have looked like one of the old guards. Yeah, or something. And they, we had an EVP session where they intended to hurt me. If I'd have stayed there any longer, they were going to hurt me. They didn't like me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was a direct attack upon me, and I have changed my opinion 100%. Yeah, they can hurt you. <laughs> so what's the best protection against a, a ghost like that? Well, there really isn't anything that you can do other than if you're religious, you know, you can protect yourself with prayer, protection prayers, um, that kind of thing, um, like holy water, sage, um uh, myself, I kind of put a, like a protective energy bubble around me or anybody that's with me. Um, and it kind of wards them off a little bit because uh, they know that they can't yeah. get that close to you. I, I'm not Catholic, but I wear a St. Michael's. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you have to really believe in what you're wearing or what you're doing because if you don't, you're just wearing something that's costume jewelry. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's all right, about right. belief. Yeah. Okay. You have to have the faith in what you're using. Yeah, bring your lucky stuff. Yeah. <laughs> really close. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, it is, you know, look, it, it's a, it's a wonderful field. Mm-hmm. And, and if you can help one of these entities, it's wonderful. But man, once in a while, you run into one that ain't, ain't wanting to play. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, it, 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 <laughs> but, you know that, that only happened to him one time in almost 40 years. Yeah. So but at the same place, um, we are, they got an audio museum that's attached to the prison. Highly recommend this place. Um, audio museum. The audio museum. I'm walking around. Uh, it's the first time I'm ever there. I don't have anything with me. I don't have audio equipment, nothing. I'm just walking around getting an idea where I want to put up some cameras because they told me where activity was, right? <laughs> So I'm walking around, I'm looking around, and I'm going, wow, these are cool cars. That, that's a neat one over there. And I swung around. He walked into a section where the 1950s cars were. Standing right in front of me was this guy and girl. The dude was in uh, blue jeans, white shirt, had a pack of smokes rolled up in his daggum sleeve. His hair was greased back. She was in a bobby, like the no. bobby outfit. No. Or, well, poodle skirt. Poodle skirt, yeah. I I, I don't know the, the time, <laughs> even though I was alive, man. Yeah. Uh, and they, I mean, they were just, it was a perfect 19, they were right in front of this daggum 1958 Chevy Bel Air, beautiful car. They both smiled at me. And, and it's like the uh, transporter on the Enterprise, okay? That's what it looked like. They just dematerialized right in front of me, smiling the whole time. I'm calling for her the whole, she's running fast as and they're just, Fading away, <laughs> smiling the whole time. I, I mean, man, it was such a wonderful experience. Not scary. They were so not. They were so pleased to see me. Mm. Happy. I thought, man, that ain't bad. One of our team members in that actual in the same museum. Oh my God, the boy uh, caught a picture of a little boy in a scout's uniform hanging out of the window. But unfo- but the thing is, the window was closed. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. So he was 
So he was like right through the window. Yeah. It was. It was. They wild. got some weird wow. stuff going on there. Yeah, we we investigated that place five times, you, you, and every single time we got something different. You guys know what EMF is, right? Electromagnetic magnetic right. field. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how you can get that reading off certain objects and certain things, and you can explain it because of an energy source or this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have a hangman's noose there, right? You know where they used to hang people. This one wasn't ever even used. Yes, it was. Was that one used? Yeah, they hung. They used that that hanging. I stand corrected. Thing across the state, they would this, take it down and and move it to wherever they needed this it. This is a wood structure with uh, hemp rope, and the only place I I went over that, I spent an hour and a half going over this thing. Now, this isn't a building that was burned out. Yeah. They just have it sitting in there to protect no it. No power. No power whatsoever. The only EMF reading that came off of that thing, and it damn near spiked, was right at the noose. Yeah, you could hold it up to the noose, and the EMF meter would spike. Nowhere else. Yeah. Explain well. that one. Yeah. Right. So. Hmm. Yeah, it was weird stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. What the, what type of equipment do you carry with you? Um. Well, we have we have two camcorders that we use. Uh, we have a digital camera. We have uh, an EMF meter. We have a spirit box. With a, a really good speaker. Well, the EMF meter also doubles as a temperature device. It's yeah, also a radiation yeah. reader, too. Yeah. Because um, uh, we, we all feel the radiation has, the energy that they put off has some sort of radiation because we get spikes on the radiation part yeah, of it. Yeah, so yeah, I, I really wish we could get some scientists, some really hardcore scientists, to take a look at this and uh, try to explain it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's what we really need in this field is some serious scientific uh, uh, scrutiny. But the only problem with that is you cannot get a ghost to perform on cue. Yeah. You know, they, they're they going to do, do what they want when they want <laughs> because they have free will. And, and so, also we have voice translator. Uh, yeah, we use a voice translator too. Uh, in case we're in like a, a recently we were in a graveyard or a graveyard. Cemetery. Cemetery. Uh, over in uh, eastern Washington, and there is so many different eth- eth- ethnic groups. Yes, that, that worked that worked in this town in the mines. You, you would have to actually go to you know, Croatian or whatever it happened to be Slovakian, Slovakia, and punch that in, and then ask your questions, and then that thing would repeat it in their language, and we were getting responses. Yeah, in their language. Yeah, it was crazy. But the the translator couldn't pick it up long enough to figure out what they were saying. That was something that Russ and I came up with because yeah. nobody had ever done that before. So this, that's what this field's about: is experimentation. None of none of the stuff that is invented right now has it, you know, was intended for ghost hunting. They just took and advanced onto it or added onto it uh, more features. Unfortunately, we got. Too many daggum apps on the phone, ghost apps, crap yeah, like that. Which are really done. Most um, of them don't work. That, that so. really don't help feel much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, they're making strides. A lot of people are working on stuff. They're inventing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to see what comes out. I'm all, I'm all into the new technology. But there oh. again, I'm old school to the core. And so. we also have two voice recorders that right. we keep with the spirit box so that we can make sure that we're getting what we're getting off spirit. We're recording what we're getting off spirit box. Right. 
So, but mostly we just carry and a very, and a very bright light. <laughs> we, we we mostly just carry our cameras and uh, our audio. I always have my audio gun. I use an Olympus uh, recorder. We we have we both have them. Yeah. Uh, I I I it's just I prefer Olympus. They're they're uh, that better micro that better microphones. Yeah, and stuff. It's, it's a lot better for us. Wow, interesting. Um, What'd you say? Yeah. Oh, we have, we have about a minute and fifty seconds left. Um, is there anything oh. else you'd like to share sure. in that last minute? Um. Well, our page is American Ghost Hunters Explorations on Facebook. Just look us up and. We have a, a YouTube channel, American Ghost Hunters yeah. Explorations. So, if you want to go check out our videos. I want to come back. This went too fast. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Half hour yeah I've learned a lot tonight from you guys, so thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thank oh, you. believe me, we have a lot more to say. <laughs> <laughs> what we will do is we'll break down the show into parts, and this will be part one. <laughs> okay. I just want to say thank you so much the American Ghost Hunters Explorations, Sandy and Russ Wells. Thank you so much for joining me. And Dakota, thank you so much for being my co-host tonight. And, of course, thank you all for listening to the show tonight. And keep an eye out for part two. How about that, Sandy and Russ? Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. You have... <laughs> it's great. You all have a great week. And we'll be in touch with you, Sandy and Russ. Thank you. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Later, Dakota. Dakota, have a great night. Bye. You guys have a good night. You too.